Hello everyone and welcome to this week's I Can't Believe That Happened. You're going to have to forgive me. There's going to be some pug snoring in the background. She's a little sad and I don't want to kick her out. So I hope you'll forgive the pug for snoring. All right, we are going to get into a really fun story. I was going to do something a little different, but when I was researching the different story, I came across an even cooler story. So I was going to talk to you guys about uh, Emperor Norton, who was the first king of America. I know, crazy, wild. I promise I will do that episode soon. But while I was researching him, I came across Lazarus and Bummer, who are two dogs that kind of took over San Francisco. And I couldn't resist. We just, we have to do this episode. It's happening today. So buckle up. We are heading back to the 1860s in San Francisco. And before I start, I just want to make a quick little note. We are a brand new baby podcast. And thanks to you. Wow, I looked at the numbers and a lot of you are listening. I really appreciate you sharing us with your friends or any social media groups you're a part of. I really can't thank you enough. This is just kind of a passion project for me. I love history and I love weird moments in history. So thank you for sharing. And uh, nicest thing you can still do for us is to head on over to Apple podcast, leave a really nice review, tell everyone how much you like the podcast and that would be great. All right. We are heading back. And if you'll forgive the doctor who reference, jump in the TARDIS. We're going back to 1860s. San Francisco to meet two of the most unique dogs you've ever heard of. And it is one heck of a friendship. This is going to give you all the feels, I promise. So I already told you that there were some very illustrious friends of Bummer and Lazarus. And you may have not heard of Emperor Norton, but I'm pretty sure you might have heard of Mark Twain. And he did live in San Francisco during the time. And he was absolutely a huge fan of Bummer and Lazarus. And we're going to start with Bummer's story. So one day outside of Martin's saloon in the 1860s, a giant black and white, white Newfoundland. And if you've never seen a Newfoundland, think teddy bear and then think gargantuan teddy bear, huge, giant, drooly, cute, darling, big fluffy ears, big eyes. If you go over to our show notes, I have it linked up that you will get to see a picture of one of the Newfoundlands. So you have a general idea of what Bummer looked like. And Bummer knew that 1860s is a hard time to be a stray dog, especially in a city. And he knew he'd have to earn his keep. So he became a ratter, which means that he took care of the rat problem at the saloon. And they said, okay, you can stay around. That's fine. And the patrons gave him the name Bummer because, like most dogs, he was very, very fond of trying to bum food off of the patrons. And I was very successful at it because the patrons actually said he was a professional lunch eater. And that is a job both of my dogs aspire to having. Now, Bummer was his own dog. No one really owned Bummer. And he used to go on patrol around the city. And one day when he was out wandering, he came across two dogs that were in a huge fight. And Bummer jumped in and he chased away the dog who's being the aggressor. And he saw another dog who's really badly hurt. I told you all the feels, but I promise you this goes well. Bummer did not want to leave his new friend. He was really worried about his new friend and he kept coming back and he would spend the night wrapped around him to keep him warm. And he would bring him little scraps of food. And as San Francisco is very fascinated with this, these two, they nicknamed the new dog Lazarus. And that is a story that you would find in the Bible, but it, it 
alludes back to someone who had been dead and came back from the death, which is Lazarus, our new little friend. He was a mutt, so I don't think there was actually a um, a breed for him. Uh, there are pictures online, and if you go to our show notes, I have the illustrations that were drawn of both dogs up there. So these two dogs were a statewide sensation. It's really hard to overstate how enraptured California was with these dogs because at Martin's Saloon, one of the regulars was a newspaperman and he published their daily things that they would do. And, oh, they did a lot. They were very... um, they were really fun to watch and to listen to. And I will get to some of their stories. But part of why they were also famous is visually a very um, popular cartoonist at the time, Edward Jump, he would draw these dogs and he would often draw them in the company of Edward Norton. And when we cover Edward Norton, you'll find out that that isn't exactly what made Edward Norton happy, um, Emperor Norton happy, but it, it was something that really caught the imagination of everyone reading. It's also really important to note what time period this is. This is really in the middle of the Civil War, and there is so much dark and so much fear that's going around in the news that people are reading that reading about the antics of two best doggy friends roaming the city, fighting crime, taking care of each other, that gave people that moment of levity and happy that they needed. So I think that's also part of why they became so very, very famous. So I told you that they fought crime, and it's so true. So the police department, um, they had their jobs cut out for them at the 1860s San Francisco. And one day when they were chasing someone that they were trying to catch, the dogs tripped the criminal and held him down until the police could come and arrest him. So they were, they were kind of a favorite of the police department as well. Now in 1862, San Francisco paid $2,000 for a fountain in Portsmouth square. And I looked it up and it is about approximately $49,749 in today's money. So it's a pretty sizable amount of money for a fountain. And, um, the dogs, they uh, they weren't the only ones who were causing some problems. There was definitely a lot of problems with people, but the people weren't exactly given to taking daily baths in the new beautiful fountain, which um, Bummer and Lazarus really did enjoy their daily baths in a what is essentially a $50,000 bathtub for them. All right, so in 1862, some trouble happened, and there was a dog catcher who had just started his job, and he didn't know about the very famous Lazarus and Bummer. And he just knew that his job was to catch all the stray dogs, and he caught Lazarus. And this, um, I promise you, again, good story, I swear, but this poor guy had no idea what he had started because the San Franciscans freaked out in mass as a mob and descended and demanded the release of Lazarus. And the city did them one better. They actually made a ruling that Lazarus and Bummer were officially San Francisco's. So that meant that no one could ever hurt them or pick them up or take them into, um, the dog, uh, into the dog pound. The dog catchers were no longer allowed to take in Lazarus or Bummer. They're basically above the law. That's how popular these dogs were. 
So that is my story of Lazarus and Bummer. The dogs who were drawn with a king had a dear friend who was a very famous writer, Mark Twain, who, when the dogs died, did write a obituary for them, which ran in the newspaper. They were what would be now called like Instagram famous, but back then they were just newspaper famous. And I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I just wanted to do something really fun. Um, we're going to be starting a new season. I believe I'm going to be starting it in March because I'm going to dedicate Black History Month to some of the most amazing people you might not have heard of in your classroom. And I really hope you tune in because I am so excited for the research. Starting in March, we're going to be doing the history of stage magic. So that's going to go all the way back to ancient Egypt and come all the way through Harry Houdini, and I'm hoping to even cover some of today's really amazing illusionists. I am a huge magic freak, so I hope you tune in for Black History Month and for our next season of the history of stage magic. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, nicest thing you can do is share us with friends, share this episode and um, the podcast with any homeschooling groups or education groups, or even share it with your teacher. They might be really interested to hear what you're listening to. Thank you so much. Hope to hear from you guys soon. And if you have any comments, questions, or things that you would like me to cover, please just comment below. I love comments. I read them and I'm happy to take a look to see what maybe the season after will be.